Hey, this is Michael Lindsay from Vital MX, and we're here to answer a question that we've been seeing pop up on our social media, on our forum, on other social media related to motor to motocross supercross in the last 24 hours. It's a question that we know the answer to. And if you've been following World Supercross carefully, you probably know the answer to this. But if you're more of a general fan or just haven't been really following this series that closely, this might be a question you have, because again, we've seen it pop up quite a bit. Is Eli Tomac racing the second and final round of the 2022 World Supercross Championship? Is he going to try to add that World Supercross title to his AMA Supercross, his AMA Pro Motocross, his Motocross of Nations win this year? Is he going to cap off the year big? Well, to put it bluntly, as of right now, he is not going to. We're going to explain why, and then on top of that, we're going to try to explain how it would be possible if they wanted to go through with it. So first off, we're going to have to give you some background on the race series. The World Supercross Championship has 10 teams in it. These 10 teams basically own their spot in the sport. If you watch NASCAR, it's similar to the charter system. If you watch Formula One, it's similar to the Concord Agreement. If you're a stick and ball sports fan, it's a franchise. Uh, basically, these 10 teams signed up. Uh, they were picked out of something like 40 or 50 applications for the series. These 10 teams do have to provide two riders in WSX every weekend and two riders in SX2. So a total of four riders per 10 teams, 40 riders. In return, these teams do get granted some pretty cool things. They do get uh, start money for the season. They get money at every round they show up to. So there's money paid per round they race. You know, if it's one or two races, they get paid those two times. If it turns into a 10, 12 round series next year, they get money per round plus the, the season starting pool. Um, and all their equipment gets flown to the races for free. World Supercross came up with the boxes. They're all allocated like three of them, and they can fly with whatever the hell they can fit in those things. If it doesn't fit, you're not flying with it, or at least they're not shipping it for you. So as I said, if you do the quick math there, two riders in each class on 10 teams, that's a 20-man field. Well, if you watch the race this weekend, there was 22 riders in the field in each class, like we're used to seeing at a typical Supercross. So where did these extra four riders come from? Those are the wild cards. Uh, the series is implemented every round. There will be four wild cards, two per class, to help show off or showcase local talent. For instance, when we go to Australia round right now, it is booked for all four guys to be uh, local Aussies racing. So these are guys that are local to their countries. Say this thing goes to Brazil in the future, Japan, etc. It allows guys that are there, that are non-World Supercross teams, to show up, show they can do it, and maybe earn a spot the following year. Um, so... Coming into the UK round, they gave three of the spots to UK riders. We had Jack Burnell in the WSX class. We had two UK riders in 250. One was an actual UK-born rider. The other one, Dylan Walsh, for the Revo Cowie team. He's not UK, uh, but it's a UK-based team. He's been racing there for years. So they put him in the series. Uh, those guys all got wild cards. They're local, so they just bring their equipment to the venue. You know, They don't have to have stuff shipped. However, they did bring Eli Tomac for the opener as the final wild card in the WSX class. Part of that is the series paid him up front to be there. They showed him a, they paid him individually a start fee, which they do not do as far as I'm aware for the other wild cards. It's sort of situational. Again, first round, they wanted big names there. So they paid Eli in a rumored, a rumored amount of 200 to 250K just to show up. That's before he even races and earns any of the purse money, which by sweeping the races, he got $40,000 in purse. Uh, so good payday, probably like 240, 290K. Uh, however, for his bike, that either means he had to ship his own bike over, the team had to get together one and create it, or what we've seen U.S. teams do at some of these off-season races, depending how trick their bike is. Yes, it is a factory level 450, but still the star team is known for using a decent amount of production components, 
you know, mostly around the chassis side, they could easily just put engine, electronics, wiring harness, wheels, suspension, etc., and create and just ship them over a little bit smaller batch, got a local YZ450, put everything on it. Um, that way, so when they were done last night, that bike's not continuing on to Australia. It is either being tore down, they're flying back with their stuff, or they're shipping the bike back to the US. And the reason for that is wild cards can only race one round a year. They don't want a wild card to keep chasing the series. They don't really have a way to ship their stuff. It wasn't planned. And again, it kind of defeats the purpose. Also, it's agreement they've made with the 10 teams, and it would really be going back on what they said they were going to do as a part of that business partnership they have there. However, there's already some ruffled feathers amongst those 10 teams with the fact that they paid Eli Tomac to show up and they paid Ken Roxon to show up. We'll get into Ken Roxon's situation tomorrow because there's also some people asking what team was he on, why was he on his own bike. We'll cover that in tomorrow's video. So, said Eli Tomac won it. Um, if they go by the wild card rules, he should not be allowed to race round two. Yes, the series could change their mind, adjust the rules, throw Eli some more money and say, let's go for it. That is not going to sit well with the, the 10 teams that have signed up. I can guarantee you that. So at that point, they have to weigh, is it is it important to have Eli really there for the final round to dominate again? Not to say you would dominate Roxanne, but, you know, track record, Eli's on his own equipment, riding phenomenal at the moment. Uh, do you do that just to have his star power and tick off everyone else, or do you follow the rules? I'm going to say they follow the rules because they are, again, kind of got things a little ruffled up by paying these guys, these big names to show up. So how would they be able to do it by the rules if they wanted to? Again, we'll explain more of Ken's situation tomorrow, but Ken is on a team. He's been paid by the series to be there, but he ended up signing up for the whole series, so he's picked a team to ride for. Uh, that team worked out a deal with him where he basically could run all of his own sponsors on the bike. It's still cool for the team because they get some branding and awareness and it helps them towards the team championship because there is a team championship in this series. Um, so Eli could potentially ride for the CDR Yamaha team at the final round. They did have a huge crash with one of the riders in WSX. Luke Clout had a terrible night. He'd been coming off a major injury, got ready for Supercross, missed the whole Oz motocross series. Crashed hard initially. Okay, he might be out. He's already commented that he's banged up but should be good to go. But if this mattered enough to the promoters, if it mattered to Yamaha, they could potentially go to Craig Dack and be like, hey, how about, you know, how about Luke Clout? Chills. What if we put Eli on a bike? What if we bring our bike and he's allowed to do his own gear deal, etc. It'll still be good for your team. Like, maybe they could work that out. Again, that would be, would be legal by the rules. The series would probably have to come up with, again, pay him an upfront fee. I don't think he's just going to show up for the purse when, like, he's doing Paris Percy in a couple weeks. And that is more of a start fee than that 40 grand for the final round and there's not really a championship bonus probably put together by Yamaha or anybody for this and we're already into the series so they can't go get an insurance policy against him like you also see through Lloyd's of London so there would be a lot of moving parts there to make it worth Eli's time and to kind of massage it in so we would say at this point that is unlikely it is possible but we would lean towards a very unlikely scale at this one so at the moment our answer would be Eli Tomac is not going to be showing up at the second round does not plan to unless things dramatically change in the next week. So here's why I'm curious. Throw your thoughts in the comments section below. Do you think they should make it? Do you think they should pay him, massage all this stuff, make it work for him to show up to the second round and make it worth his time? Does it, does it help the series by having him there to win after winning the first round to get that championship? Does that declass everybody else that's there because he just comes in and dominates it? Does it look cool to have Eli go on this big perfect streak for the year? You know, what do you guys think? Me personally, I think they shouldn't do it because, again, I think it would ruffle too many feathers with the organization they're building and the teams they're kind of working with. I think 
even if you could do it as legally by the rulebook, I don't think it's a great move. Um, and I don't know if it'd be great for the series to devalue some of their guys that have gone through the effort to sign up for this and are going to come back next year again. Eli's going to race AMA Supercross next year. If he doesn't do any outdoors, he'll still probably qualify for Super Motocross. He'll do that. We, the, he probably won't do World Supercross next year. So do you want him to come win the championship, have the number one plate, and then not show up the next year? Yeah. So but let's hear your thoughts down below. Give us a like, thumbs up, subscribe if you enjoyed this content. Uh, again, we're going to have a Kenny video tomorrow. Got some interesting stuff for that one if you guys want to check that out as well. So thanks for watching.